You're listening to Pole Parlor, a fun, inspiring podcast for all those bewitched by pole dance. Each week, your Madam Crimson Minx has candid conversation with unique, engaging individuals from within and around the pole dance community. Pole Parlor is passionate about preaching creativity, soulful sensuality, and empowerment through pole dance. You know how we do. Welcome everyone to Pole Parlor. This is episode 20, Arlene Caffrey. I'm your host, Crimson Minx. On this episode, we have Arlene Caffrey. Arlene is an Irish pole dance champion, performer, and studio owner. On this episode, we talk about her vast experience in the pole community over the past 10 years, how she is inspired to integrate art and theatrical components into her pole performances, and how her recent pursuit of burlesque has helped enhance her skills in the pole world. And as always, head over to the blog at poleparlor.com to check out Arlene's post-podcast interview where she shares her favorite photos, music, video, and more. And while you're there, check out the Pole Parlor shop where you can get your hands on some fun novelty pole wear. And now, without further delay, here's Arlene. Marlene Caffrey to the Pole Parlor Podcast. How are you today? Hi, Crimson. I'm great. Thank you. Thanks for having me on the podcast. Oh, so happy to have you. You're our first Irish pole dancer. Yay! Yes. So um, thank you for agreeing to talk with us today. And um, let's jump right in with our with our kickoff question. How long even have you been polling and how did you first discover pole dance? Sure thing. So yeah, it's just past now my 10 year anniversary with pole dancing there two weeks ago. So yeah, it's been a bit crazy and a bit emotional, like, oh my God, 10 years of my life, like in the pole scene. It's, yeah, it's really, really flown by. Yeah, I'm (laughs) surprised that I'm still here. And I'm very, very happy that I'm still doing something that I've found something that I enjoy enough to be doing it for more than 10 years now. Um, yeah, I just got into it by accident, I suppose. I've never been a sporty person or a dancer person. Um, growing up in rural Ireland, we just didn't have those opportunities. People don't really do ballet. They don't really do dance. So it's just not really in our culture, apart from Irish dancing. Um, yeah, so I wasn't a sporty type. Um, I was doing some yoga classes just to help me manage my stress being in university and studying graphic design and trying to like keep myself fit. Um, my family would be very health conscious. So I'm like, right, I got to look after myself. I'll do yoga. Um, so yeah, my yoga teacher one day announced during one of the sessions that she was going to England to learn how to teach this new thing called pole fitness. And would anybody be interested in signing up? So yeah, I, I guess that just captured my imagination. And I decided, yeah, I, I want to try that. That looks really cool and kind of random and crazy. I want to try that. And yeah, I think I surprised myself and everybody around me when I was actually I don't want to say good at it, but like I took to it and found that it was something I enjoyed and I didn't expect to enjoy it so much and to, to, to achieve anything with it. Yeah. It was very satisfying and it still is. I'm still learning and still loving it. Yeah. You, so you were still in university when you discovered pole. Yes. Yeah. I studied graphic design, so I went to art college. So I guess I was one of those I liked being different and like anything that was maybe not status quo or a little bit weird or a bit random or a bit crazy. Um, yeah, I was all over that. (laughs) Oh, cool. Yeah. That's what my degree is in as well. So, um, 
Awesome. I, yeah, I did not discover pole dance that early, though. I'm always jealous of people that had the opportunity to start so young. But, um, hey, you know, it worked for you. And you have you won, like, a lot of competitions. You've done a lot in the community, which we're going to which we're gonna touch on. But um, first thing is you started competing, right? So what what competitions did you enter? What was your experience with that? Yeah, sure thing. So I started competing one year after I began pole dancing. Um, yeah, I guess I was kind of like coaxed into it by my instructor. She was organizing competitions and there were other pole fitness competitions around the country. So she was like encouraging us to take part. So I thought, okay, like I've always had this dream to like be on stage or to put a routine together to like rock music because I love rock and roll and you listen to the music, you're putting moves together in your head. So I thought it was a perfect opportunity to, to do it <laughs> and to bring it to life. So yeah, I, I guess I surprised myself again when I realized that I actually enjoyed being on stage and that I liked that adrenaline rush. And um, yeah, and I became Miss Pole Dance Ireland um, in 2007. So one year after starting and it all kind of began from there. <laughs> and you kept going and you've done a lot of other competitions, won a lot of other titles since then. Yes, I think I have like, oh God, I think maybe like more than five national Irish titles at this stage. I've won a lot, <laughs> not to sound cocky, but it's like, oh yeah, there's been so many over the years. <laughs> hey, it's, it's the truth. So be proud of that. Um, what is, so what is like the pole community like in Ireland? Is there like the stigma there that we talk about sometimes that I know is definitely in most other places? Um, is it pervasive? Is there a lot of people who pull in, in Ireland? or? Yeah, it's definitely a very strong community that we have here. And absolutely 10 years ago when it first came to Ireland, it was very, it was quite taboo. And yeah, there was a lot of stigma around it. I remember even my original instructor, she had trouble even getting the lease for her studio because people were like, oh, we don't want poles in here. And mm, we don't want this happening in our building. So yeah, there was a lot of stigma around it, but it, it kind of dissipated really quickly once competition started coming around and we started promoting it. I did a lot myself in the media once I won these things going, look, this is pole fitness. This is what we're doing. Um, yeah, pushing the boundaries. So yeah, nowadays we have a really strong scene in Ireland. Um, it's home to world champions. Um, the doubles world champions, Terry knows that live here. So there's a really strong core group of really, I guess, yeah, women who are literally flying the, the flag for all different types of pole dance. Mm -hmm. um which is really great to see and yeah there's it's only getting stronger we're only getting busier here at our studio and I think it's the same everywhere else in Ireland right now good glad to hear it and so you just hinted that you have a studio now you have pole dance academy Dublin yes that's right Irish pole dance academy is our our studio here yes and when did you open that yeah, sure. So um, I started the company in 2011 okay. and the studio that we have here now that I'm in today, we opened um, at the beginning of 2014 and that's where we've been ever since. So yeah, it's grown a lot over the past five years. It's been a, an amazing roller coaster journey, starting with just me renting a room, putting up poles, taking them down again at the end of the session. And yeah, now we're open seven days a week with classes every day. Um, I have a team of um, three other amazing instructors and an awesome administrator who helps me out. Yeah, it's really, really great. And um, yeah, I think it's here to stay and long may this keep going. Yes, yes, for sure. And like, so you've been doing it for 10 years. And so um, it's not often that I get to talk with someone that's been in 
in pole dance for that long and have seen such the the progression over the years so I'm like how have you seen it evolve since you started yes okay it's an amazing oh my gosh I don't think any of us could have predicted how far the industry has come since when I first started yeah yeah I feel like nowadays maybe this is also me personally speaking um, when it pole fitness or pole dance or pole sport, whatever you choose to call it, was first made mainstream as an accessible sport, it was very defensive and we're not strippers, okay? It was very like, ah, this is what we're not. And yeah, nowadays it's a lot more relaxed. There's more diversity, I feel, in the scene. People are more comfortable expressing themselves. And yeah, I think nobody could have predicted the amazing growth and just the amount of people who have taken on pole dancing it's definitely more mainstream. I don't think that's even the correct word. There are more people engaged in pole dance, but it's still got the same culture, the same roots. And yeah, it's really nice to see women appreciating where it has come from and progressing it forward in a way that's respectful to its past as well. So you, just to be clear, you pole dance full time, right? That's like your career now or most of your career now? Yes, it is most of my career now is involved with running the studio here in Dublin. We also have a a sister studio in Galway, which is on the west coast of Ireland. So managing those takes up much of my time. I also work as a part-time business coach as well with um, NPE. So helping other fitness business owners get to a profitability level. And I have other pastimes, so burlesque and performing arts and also my own competition training. I'm still... I'm still doing at the same time. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, because I wanted to talk about that. And I'm glad that you brought that up because you have like you do the competitions, but you're also highly involved in like other um, maybe non-pole community performances. Like I know you do. We'll talk about the burlesque later because we have a lot to talk about with that. But you've also done non-competitive performances like in circus and you've danced um with live dancing girls which is Alethea Austin's troupe in Nashville so um how did you get involved in all that and is like that kind of something where you see yourself heading definitely yes um Alethea Austin's live dancing girls show I've been lucky enough to perform that twice um in 2013 and 2014 uh that's definitely I think both of those shows have been like the highlight of my pole career so far if that's the right word for it oh it's such an amazing show and a really awesome production with the best like um talent out there and it's a dream to be on the same stage as one of my pole dance idols and now friend Alethea Austin um yeah so I got involved with that just by simply asking Alethea um I wanted to visit her studio in Nashville and to learn from her and to see the space, having seen the amazing videos that she posts. Like, wow, I want to see that studio. It looks awesome. No, it's <laughs> on my list. Your studio, now seeing it in the background, and Chrome Bar, too. <laughs> the awesome. many studios on my list, so I have to start saving my pennies to travel to Dublin. But yes, go on. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, well, Elithia, I guess, is a lot closer to you, and it is a beautiful training space with amazing classes um, and also like with this live dancing girls show that she has, it's definitely worth checking out and seeing. So yeah, I just asked her, Hey, can I be in your show? And <laughs> she said, yes. Well, it doesn't, it so, doesn't yeah. hurt that you're freaking amazing. So I think. <laughs> <laughs> oh, stop. <laughs> you're, you're qualified. You were highly qualified to do it. So I'm glad that that worked out. So you just like flew over to the U S to do that. 
Yes, pretty much. Yeah, I wanted to to see her studio and to be in her show. So yeah, I just asked and made it happen. (laughs) And then I saw that you do like circus performances too. So what's that like? I'm assuming that's in Ireland. Yes, um, I've not performed in circus in a while. Mainly, the only reason being that I'm so busy running the business. Mm -hmm. It's so hard. There's only so many hours in the day that you can dedicate to one thing at a time. So yeah, during 2000, probably 2011, 2012, I spent a lot of time working with the Irish um, aerial circus community. So um, a lot of aerial dance, silks, trapeze, hoop. Um, yeah, and got involved in some like small scale productions with um, Irish circus troops, which was really awesome. That also involved elements of pole dance in it. So for me, it was really satisfying and interesting to bring pole into the the circus world and to have that, I suppose, that recognition of yes, pole is you know a valid form of aerial dance and we'll have it as part of the show. It was it was really exciting and interesting, a really good challenge, and yeah, very creatively satisfying work to do. Yeah, because we talk about that on the podcast a lot. Like, how do we get pull to the general public? How can we start performing for people other than ourselves? And that's why I I think that's so cool when people get to do that, because then you are opening the eyes of so many people who may have otherwise not have heard of pull. And you're doing it in like these this high production value environment that's like high entertainment value as well. So, you know, I'm always interested in seeing pole integrate it in, into like larger scale performances that incorporate like artistic dance beyond pole. So that's cool. Yes. It's something that interests me greatly also is, as you said, getting pole in places where perhaps you wouldn't normally see it and reaching a different a different audience and pushing that creative boundary of pole as we know it which obviously I love as well I love my sexy pole dance but it's really fun to be like how can I turn this around or put it in a different context or change the movements that I already do and put a different meaning on them and yeah sort of turn the notion around in his head and it's really nice to see that in an audience they come in and they see the poles on the stage they're like oh okay pole dancing and then they're like, oh, that really was not what I was expecting. I didn't know pole dancing could look like that or that it could merge with other arts um, so seamlessly. Yeah. So, yeah, it's really interesting and, yeah, very creatively satisfying to put together work like this. Yeah, and it seems like it's where your head is now because you're also doing burlesque and you are um, competing yeah. in Miss Burlesque Ireland. Yes, so exciting to be chosen as one of the finalists for Miss Burlesque Ireland this year. Um, Yeah, that's another interest of mine is burlesque. I guess it's ironic, like I'm still kind of new to burlesque. Um, I didn't have the self-confidence to do burlesque until uh, until I've gotten to this stage where I am now. It's pole dance, like it's really helped me a lot get out of my shell. I was really quiet and shy, which you probably wouldn't know from talking to me, but I was a massive nerd. I'm still a massive nerd, but I was... Yeah, it's all good. Nerd power. Yay. Um, But yeah, it just helped me become more comfortable in my, just in myself, like not just my body, but just in my personality and yeah, just doing stuff that I wouldn't normally do and putting myself out there. So yeah, ironically, I didn't have the confidence to do burlesque until maybe about probably two years ago, maybe a year and a half was when I first got into the whole burlesque world. Um, I think for me, what held me back was the idea of just the label I put myself of like, okay, I'm a pole dancer. Um, I don't know how to move without the pole. I don't know mm-hmm. how to be sexy without the pole or without my seven inch heels. So I wanted to challenge myself to be like, okay, learn a new vocabulary of sexy, 
learn how to move in a different way and with different props and without relying on the pole to move around. Um, yeah, I feel pretty good with where I'm at. And yeah, I feel really comfortable right now with the skills I've learned. And yeah, it's nice to have a different vocabulary of movement and a different style of sexy that's different to pole dance. Yeah, um, I remember we talked with Brian Wolf on the podcast about, and I bring yes. this up time and time again, about cross-training your pole. And so, you know, I always so keep reiterating it. And I, I have to imagine that burlesque has really helped enhance your your pole performances now because you have this, like, other skill set to pull from. Definitely. it's oh, I can't even begin to, yeah, just describe the amazing benefits it's given me. Especially with burlesque, it's more like mini theater in a way. Yeah. And I have had that experience from circus, but with burlesque, it's a whole new level of, like, every single gesture, every single movement has to have a meaning and a purpose to your overall arching story. And it's given me a much deeper appreciation of how I can apply that to the pole. Like, okay, every single movement, why am I doing that? What's the emotion? What's the beginning, middle and end of this story that I'm trying to create? So yeah, burlesque has helped me to really create a much more polished, finished piece, I feel, overall, and to apply that to my pole dancing, which is really exciting. Yeah, we have a, we had Tanya Kay also on the uh, podcast and she has like a burlesque pole troupe here in Los Angeles called the Pinup Pole Show and it's you can see when that when you integrate the two it's like amazing storytelling it's really entertaining to watch like, I love going to that show so I'm interested to hear like what's your burlesque persona like what's your story sure. what's your thing <laughs> Yeah, my burlesque persona, um, my burlesque name is La Petite Mort, which means the little death in French. Um, also means an orgasm, so it's got that kind of sexy euphemism. Ah. Um, <laughs> so yeah, the, the name comes from, well, my burlesque mom, Azaria Starkfire, gave it to me because I'm only five foot tall, I'm really short. Um, and also because I'm known for doing these like death-defying, you know, or what appears to be death-defying stunts on the pole. That's where La Petite More came from, like the little death, because uh, I like rock music. Yeah. But yeah, I guess my character is very, it would be very dark and kind of sexy, but also really cutesy. So hee hee. But yeah, like I might turn dark or evil at mm. any second now. <laughs> so it's a lot of fun. Unexpected twists is what I like to create with my burlesque persona. <laughs> That's cool. Do you ever get to do both together? Is that an option to like do the pole, bring a pole into your burlesque performances? Sure. Um, in Miss Burlesque Ireland, there is a no pole dance rule, unfortunately. What? Um, yeah, it, I think it's more the <laughs> it's more it the fact you that at like a, a, a at a like other people at a disadvantage because you would be so good at it, maybe, but. <laughs> Exactly. I think it's too, because it's an Australian franchise and originally an Australian competition, they didn't perhaps want all the pro polers coming in to be like, okay, we're all going to do a pole dance now. Yeah. <laughs> so that, I think that's totally fair enough to have like some rules in that regard. However, it's nice for me to try and turn that notion on its head. I will reveal, um, I don't want to say too much because I want people to either come to the show if they're in Dublin or to watch online. Um, I have an idea to bring pole dancing into the show, but in an aerial circus kind of way. That's, mm. yeah, it's a little bit different. And also to bring the burlesque circus and pole into like one act with a, a new apparatus that I have. So I'm excited to share that. Oh. <laughs> You'll have to wait and see. This, can we can stream <laughs> this online? This is available online or are they recording a video? There will be videos recorded, okay. yes. Okay. Oh, I can't wait to see this. Yeah, I'm like, 
always so interested in talking with people who have like these greater creative ideas with pole and taking it to the next level. And it seems like that is exactly where your brain is. Yes, that's exactly what I'm hoping to do. It's like always trying to do something a little bit different or a little bit new every time I create a performance. That's what life is. It's like you're always trying to get you know, a little bit better every time you do something, right? Yeah. <laughs> At least that's you, my philosophy. Or you get bored doing the same thing, you know, because if you've been doing it for 10 years, you're like, all right, well, what can I bring in that's new just so you're, you know, not doing the same thing for years and years and years? Exactly. Yes. And that's a great thing about Polar is I feel like, yeah, I'm only still scratching the surface. I'm still learning and there's still much more possibilities that I've not even yet thought about. So here's to the next 10 years and more wow. <laughs> to see what other crazy stuff I can create. <laughs> yeah. Like, what are you thinking moving forward? Do you have any goals that you can share with us of like what you're hoping to achieve moving forward? Like, I'm, I'm happy to hear you're not planning to retire anytime soon. <laughs> Yeah, definitely not. I'm only just getting started, I feel. Gosh, <laughs> slow burn. Um, yeah, I'd love to win Miss Burlesque Ireland. I think that would be awesome to, yeah, just for a personal challenge to be like, right, I, you know, I can do something else that's not pole and to, yeah, prove to myself I can be something different or, yeah, be known for something else with my pole dance work. Um, also that I can promote burlesque in the same way that I've promoted pole to help, like, elevate the status of that um, here in Ireland to make it more socially acceptable. Um, but yeah, other goals I have. Um, I'm coming back to Nashville in October, I can reveal, for another Live Dancing Girls. Ooh. But yeah, I guess pushing pole and burlesque a bit more is what I'm interested in right now and seeing how I can create more theatrical, like little compact mini theatre pieces using elements of pole and burlesque. And one is is my, yeah, that's what excites me right now. Oh, I, that's like my favourite kind of pull to watch. So um Yes, she doesn't love a good story. (laughs) I know, I know. I mean, competitions are great. I love them as well. Um, But, you know, I I have friends that will, that I can bring to, you know, performances like that, that are like, like they completely changed their perception of pole after seeing that just because it's a bit more accessible to non-polers. So exactly yeah that's just the nature of humans I feel we love stories that's how we communicate with each other and yeah that's what you remember at the end of the day is that story that you took away rather than that perhaps maybe crazy trick or spin somebody did yeah. the story is a little bit more accessible for people to understand and get on board with yeah and like shows like that tend to have um visuals too that are like 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 awesome costumes and um stage design and things like that so that doesn't hurt <laughs> Yes, absolutely. It's really nice to have that. Yeah, just the extra element of something other than the pole dancing happening to make it more theatrical. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, I can't wait to see you live. Um, because um, another thing that um, you, we touched upon how you like the sexy dancing and all of that, um, and how you like doing like things that are, you know, visually interesting. And so you were the face of bringing back sexy 2015, which happens to the 2016, um, bringing sexy back is happening right now. So those who don't know what it is, it's sponsored by United pole artists and, um, it happens in July every year and they encourage people to, um, concentrate less on the physical um you know trick aspects 
of Paul and to focus more on movement and sexuality. Um, if you go over to United Polaris, they have a promo video that's really cute. And so, you know, you hashtag and um, yeah, just participate in this like celebration of sensuality. And you were actually like the video cover girl last year. And so yes. I'm, I'm going to put that video in the show notes um, for those who are interested. <laughs> but it was it, it was really cool. It's funny because I saw it last year and I was like, this is amazing. And now I don't think I like put it that way it was you. And so I was rewatching it just there. I was like, holy shit, I've seen that already. And that was like one of my favorite videos. I think it was to like, awesome. Inter- was it like Interpol song or like yes, that. it was Interpol. Yeah, my favorite rock band. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's, oh, thank you. Yeah. So, like, did you, um, did you like set that up? That was kind of like a an edited professional um, video done, that you had done at your studio, I assume. Yes, it was filmed here at Irish Pole Dance Academy in okay. Dublin. My friend Sean Ryan, um, his company Crooked Gentleman, came in and filmed it. We did it in like an afternoon. It was a lot of fun smoke machines rolling around on the floor for a few hours so yeah it was really good fun um yeah so he made that video and I think it looks really good I'm pretty happy with how it came together (laughs) it's very visual and artistic which is nice rather than a maybe what people might expect for a bringing sexy back video it's a lot more like smoky and ah legs and silhouettes um yes oh thank you I wanted to create something that was highly visual again because I guess that's my style as a as a performing artist is to make it more about the visual and the overall kind of like theatrical element, make it look like it's a music video or something rather than just here's me dancing. It's got something more going on in it. Yeah. It looked like a sexy as hell music video. (laughs) What's the reaction (laughs) that people, did you have like reaction? Like what do your friends and family think when you put out there like, Hey, I'm like, the, the cover girl for bringing sexy back and things like that. Do you have um, people react to that? Yeah. Well, I'm really lucky that my my parents both support me a lot. They, they're like, oh, very good. What are you doing now? They're typical <laughs> Irish parents. I'm like, oh, great. Isn't that lovely? <laughs> yeah, my boyfriend's super supportive. And yeah, usually there's always that reaction of like, holy shit, what is this video? What? Is that you? Because <laughs> I'm such a a nerd. Like I'm a self-professed nerd. I'm pretty proud to be that. And yeah, it's like something I can turn on turn off again is my my sexy side no one said nerds can't be sexy that's exactly that's my message to everyone (laughs) yeah not mutually exclusive exclusive and yeah it's all about just being yourself and yeah I think that's another thing for people to understand that you know if you want to be a sexy polar that's grand you don't have to be doing it doesn't have to be like all the time I'm sexy every single movement I do every single day some girls are like that which is great but if it's not you then that's okay just be yourself that's more sexy than trying to be something that doesn't fit your style and your personality yeah and I think there may be this misconception that to be sexy it has to be like ratchet uh, stripper style but yes I mean, <laughs> you can be sexy in all different styles and you've definitely proved that Yeah, sexiness, I I feel at the end of the day means being self-confident. A person who is sexy is confident in themselves. So yeah, you can be doing whatever it is. And as long as you're confident, then that's pretty sexy to watch. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, 
Cool. So um, let's bring it into the second half of the interview, the questions I ask everyone. Awesome. Let's do it. Okay. <laughs> so who is your pole crush? Awesome. Yeah. Okay. So my pole crush for many, many years now, since I was a little baby polar and still today is Alicia Austin. Um, yeah. I remember the first time I saw one of Alicia's videos, I think it was um, the Pulse, Miss Polestar video or that competition that she won a long, long time ago. I was a bit like, oh, <laughs> yeah. should I be watching this? This is really sexy. I've never <laughs> seen anybody like that. Oh my God. Um, yeah. So I just got so like, how do you say, like enthralled by the way she moves. And it's, it was so unique back then and still is very unique. Um, I think maybe we take for granted the amount that she's contributed to the, especially the sexy pole dance scene. So yeah, she's still my pole crush and happily she's now a good friend of mine as well, which I'm very happy to say. Yay. So yeah, yeah I'm still inspired by her. And you're like a rock and roller chick. You like the rock and roll um, pole. So that is awesome. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you guys have that in common. Yeah. Alicia is really sweet as well. So yeah, she's so down to earth, which is awesome. Yeah. I had, we had her on the podcast and she... That's right. Amazing. So I think that's an amazing pole crush to have. She's one of my tops as well. Awesome. <laughs> we have a lot in common. <laughs> yeah. And so how would you like to see the pole community evolve over the next five years? Yeah, sure thing. Um, gosh, maybe I sound like a really big dreamer or one of these, like, I don't know, John Lennon types. Um, <laughs> yeah, I would love to see the pole community perhaps become a bit more... I don't want to say involved, like it is a very supportive community as it is. It's really awesome. And I would love to see more of that. Um, sometimes maybe perhaps we get so in our own little pull bubbles. And this happens a lot, I think, naturally in any subculture. The people who started perhaps get annoyed at the new people and say, no, that's not authentic or no, that's not what we agree with. Or one style of pole is better than the other. It happens in any subculture um, naturally, I feel. So it'd be nice to see us all come together a bit more we're already doing a great job of that and it'd be nice to see more of that support and just remembering why we're doing poll in the first place I think maybe sometimes we forget that (laughs) so yeah yeah all just love and support yeah no there's nothing wrong with with hippie hippie ideas like that I yeah (laughs) <laughs> I wholeheartedly support it. Love. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what the hell? Most of us, truthfully, are, I mean, you are an, an exception. Obviously, you are like the 1% of the pole dancers in the sense that you are so accomplished, that you have conquered so many things within the industry, that you're a professional at it. Um, but, you know, we... I think sometimes we focus on like, oh, Arlene's so good. Like, I'll never get that good. So you kind of get down on yourself or you're like, oh, well, you know, you're kind mm-hmm. of like projecting your own um, kind of self-doubt or d- like dismay at your own progress on other people. And that's not cool at all because, you know, a majority of us are just doing this for fun. And, um you know, as long as it stays positive and it stays fun, people are going to keep coming in and we're going to grow sh- bigger and stronger. And like, nobody wants to join like a bitch group. So <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Strong women lift each other up and strong men lift each other up as well. So yeah, as long as we keep supporting each other, then we can only get stronger. I think that's what we need to realize that together we can really create a lot of 
positive momentum and make poll more mainstream and more you know acceptable which i think is what everybody wants at the end of the day we all want to you know yeah be creating something positive and memorable so yeah we can we are already achieving it and we can certainly do a lot more over the next five years i'm excited to see where it's going to go yeah, we're really lucky because there's so many different ways to take it that it doesn't if I think that if there was like one trajectory and it was like we're all entering competitions or we're all trying to get this role in this production or something then, you know, there is a more inherent like cattiness um to that. But because it's like we can all do different things, it's like we're kind of just, you know, supporting someone else isn't hurting yourself at all. Exactly. In any yeah. Situation, but yeah, like just growing, growing wider and doing different things. And, you know, by even if it's not your thing, supporting someone else doing it still just enhances the community. So that makes sense. Yes, that's exactly it in a nutshell. Supporting somebody else does not diminish your own success or dim your own flame. That's exactly the, yeah, the message I want to send out there. <laughs> good, good message. Keep preaching. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So we talked about, oh my gosh, you have so much stuff going on. So you have the next coming thing. When is the um, the Miss Burlesque Ireland? When is that happening? Yeah, that's in two weeks time from now. It's on July 23rd um, here in Dublin. So yeah, I'm really excited. That's taking up a lot of my time at the moment is, yeah, finalizing the costumes for that. <laughs> Mainly yeah. doing the costumes and finalizing the, the production. So yeah, I'm really excited for that and giving that my full attention at the moment. So yeah, um, who knows, maybe I'll be um, back here again with my my crown. Maybe if I win, we'll see what happens. But yeah, excited yeah. to to create some new art and to show the videos to the pole world. I'm, I'm very excited for that. Uh, yeah, unfortunately, it's not within my budget to fly out to Dublin right now. So I'm gonna have to wait for the video. <laughs> but maybe next time, or hopefully, you know, maybe in October to Live Dancing Girls, which is something else you have coming up so mark your calendars but what else so you're doing you're actually coming to las vegas for pole expo am i right yes that is correct i'm going to be there at the pole expo um yeah so i'm going to be teaching two workshops there i'm teaching they're both burlesque workshops so one is a pole and burlesque choreography workshop so i'll teach you a whole little mini routine with burlesque um elements in it and yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, I like teaching that workshop. And I'm also going to teach a classic burlesque workshop. So just like pure burlesque on its own um, in the non-pole workshop areas. So I'll do probably some gloves, stocking peels. And yeah, I'm excited to show all the bumps and grinds and shimmies and share that with you. Um, yeah, I'll be performing also in the, the main expo area. You'll get to see me do um, my pole and burlesque act that I have. I'm excited oh. to share that. Yeah, so come along. It's going to be great. Yeah, I feel like with everyone on the show, we talk about what they're doing at Pool Expo. So I don't know. I feel like this podcast is 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 like a major uh, supporter of Pool Expo because everyone who comes on is like doing something cool there. So I'm so excited that I'm going. <laughs> awesome. I'm glad you're coming. And yeah, all the listeners come along um pole expo is great it's it's a really great social event more than anything of course it's educational there's great shopping bring all your cash <laughs> but yeah you get to meet so many people and it, it feels like a a pole christmas or something that's why I, I how i identify with it pole christmas yay <laughs> everyone's together 
job. Yeah, it's so awesome that that goes on every year and that people from like, it's literally all over the world. It's not just, you know, a national thing come and, um, and are so available to talk to and, you know, to meet and. Yeah, it is really great to just see all these people that you would know on Facebook, like, oh my God, that's that's Michelle Shimmy or that's Alicia. Oh my God. It's yeah. It's really nice to (laughs) (laughs) That would be awesome. Yeah. Anybody who wants to join me for, I don't know, a whiskey or something. Just kidding. (laughs) We'll have some Irish drinks. (laughs) (laughs) I know we're already planning to do a Guinness together. So maybe we, yes, it's going to happen (laughs) to join us. (laughs) Just come on up and and join on in. It's going to be great. Yeah. And so am I um, missing anything else? Do you have anything else coming up that you can share? Yeah, sure. Okay. So, yeah, Miss Burlesque Ireland is the next big thing. Then it's Pole Expo. Then it's, yeah, Live Dancing Girls. Um, Yeah. And I I guess watch out for bringing sexy back as well. Here at Irish Pole Dance Academy, we'll be getting involved in making little videos and sharing as well as encouraging others. So yeah, I guess that's my other message to everybody out there is get involved involved in bringing sexy back. Um, it's so much fun. So yeah, and it doesn't, you don't have to be a pro polar. It's for beginners. It's for everybody. Join on in. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. And you don't have to do like a full, like Arlene did a full amazing video that I encourage everyone to watch, but you don't have to, you can just do like a 30 second freestyle and, ta- and hashtag it on Facebook or Instagram or whatever. Um, to participate. Exactly. So I, I, you know, I think they're doing it. So it's not something that's, you know, so daunting to people, you know, which is such a great message. Like it, it shouldn't be so much effort to just do like a, to contribute just like a little freestyle. I'm going to try to do it now that I'm talking about it. I'm like, I think I'm now I think I have yes. to, now I think I have to participate after I've been urging everyone, but I'm excited to like start searching the hashtag and stuff. Yeah, it's going to be great. And I guess maybe my own tips for people looking to get involved are like, Oh, I don't know where to start. Maybe just pick your favorite pole moves, like stuff you can already do and stuff you already love doing. Maybe pick two or three moves, put them together, pick your favorite floor work move and put on your favorite song and just focus on putting those three things together. Um, Even making a picture of your favorite trick also counts as well. So it doesn't have to be a great deal of effort. Just do something you can already do and you already enjoy. And that's going to that's going to be easily made into a sexy video for you. It doesn't have to be a huge effort or work of art. Yeah, and it's fun because you have an excuse to wear, like, something sexy. So something that maybe has been sitting in your drawer and you're like, I don't know, when am I going to wear this? Now is the Exactly. Time. Good excuse to bring out the bling or to just wear whatever makes you feel sexy. It doesn't even have to be in heels. Whatever you feel good in is, is yeah, what's going to be fun to, to make into a sexy video. Yeah, and the diversity that that evolves from that is really cool. Like you said, it's like there are sexy nerds in there just as there are sexy shippers, just as there are like, you know, sexy, like lyrical people. Exactly. It takes all. Hot as hell. <laughs> yeah. I love it. That's a great initiative. Um, so how can people see yours? Like what is your social media? Do you have a website, anything like that, that we can check you out? Yeah, sure. So everything is very, um, it's all very straightforward. It's very non-creative. It's ArleneCaffrey.com. On Instagram, it's at ArleneCaffrey. Facebook, um, slash ArleneCaffreyDancer. <laughs> so you can find me on there. It's, um, yeah, just my my full name, which the spelling you can get from the title is podcast as well. So yeah, come check me out on Instagram and Facebook. Um, visit my website. 
I have a YouTube channel as well that you can follow. I post videos there quite regularly. So yeah, just come and say hi. <laughs> and for anyone who, do, anyone who doesn't know, I always put all of these in the show notes. So you don't have to like be running for a pen right now or you don't have your mobile device awesome. on you. So always go to the show notes. I will have all the links to everyone's social media in there. Okay, so before we sign off, can you leave us with an empowering message or quote or OG story or anything like that? Yeah, sure. Um, I guess my my message to everybody, I'll be quite inspired by Lux ATL as well. And I really resonate strongly with her message of only you can do what you can do. I think there's such a powerful meaning to that. Like, yeah, just be yourself. Um, Yeah, just keep on doing whatever like pole dance brings to you and that joy that you originally felt of however you got into pole just keep on remembering that and keep that in mind for yeah driving yourself forward always remind your back like why are you doing pole or what makes you happy what inspires you always go back to your reason why that's so important because i talk to so many people and i have this has happened to me too where i'm just like i get in a funk you know yes. and i'm like ah. <laughs> and then it's always because I'm like, oh, I've, I've been putting way too much pressure on myself or like I haven't. It's all for me to hear. Yes. <laughs> if you're in a funk, take a step back because you should never be in a funk for something that's supposed to be, for most of us, like a very fun, empowering hobby. So exactly. Just remember, like, why did I get into this in the first place? Or yeah, what was what was the thing that made me love pole dancing? I think that message applies to everything in life. If you are in a funk in general, like just remember like why, like what's your reason why, what makes you get up out of bed in the morning? What inspires you? And just remind yourself that. Yeah, that's a great way to sign off. I really appreciate that. (laughs) And I appreciate (laughs) all the rad shit you are doing. I'm so excited to see your burlesque video and we all are sending you so much positive vibes. Oh, you Thank you. News, it's just so amazing that you're even doing it. So um, exactly, good experience either way. Yeah, I'm so excited to see it live at Pole Expo, and um, you know, thank you for all the positive contributions you've had in the community so far. Thank you for having me on, and yeah, it's awesome chatting to you, and just really fun to connect with new polers. Yay! Yes, for <laughs> sure. Thanks so much, darling. Bye. Thanks so much. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Pole Parlor podcast. Want more? Visit poleparlor.com for show notes and to link to the Facebook group where you can connect with other poleaholics and continue the conversation. Listen to past episodes and subscribe to new episodes on the website, YouTube, iTunes, Stitcher, or SoundCloud. Lots of love, babes. Thanks for listening.